This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. For all, NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. So, Justin, the Warriors had moments in this game where they took their foot off the gas and it got close and people were really concerned and worried and I was seeing, oh, this team can't take anything seriously and da 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 I truly was never worried. I did right. have to turn off the um, local broadcast for a little bit because, like, the way that they get, like, when the game is, like, within 18 points, it's even crazier when it's, like, a five-point game. So <laughs> I just, like, switched to the Kings broadcast so I could have my piece. And, um, you know, they opened it back up. I mean, there, like, part of it was, like, the refs, and I don't like to blame refs, but, I mean, like, they just – started calling some ticky-tack fouls, especially, like, in that third quarter, and it just killed their momentum because the Warriors went, like, on this crazy run, and then after it was just, like, foul, 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 turnover, foul, foul, foul. And then I think it got to, like, a 10-point game, but that was in the third quarter. Like, before the third quarter, like, in the second quarter, it was just – that was not a good quarter for them of all the quarters, and um, the game got close, and so people got a little bit on edge and – you know, it is what it is. But ultimately, they won in a blowout. And I think the positive signs that you got to take away, regardless of who the Kings played, is that, like, Steph, Clay, Dre, when it matters, when it matters, when the money's on the line, when it's, like, those guys just, they they just, they win. They are going to they deliver. Do. That they win. They are going to. Exactly. A tale as old as time. Like ever since they started this whole thing, they deliver every single time. And if they don't deliver, they're gonna go out on their sword. They're gonna give it, you know, all they got to try to accomplish something, right? Clay literally sacrificed both of his legs trying to trying to win this team a championship. So you 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 live and die by those by the performance of those guys. And you know, they always gonna like you said, they always gonna come through. They were what? Steph was a plus 20, plus 33, Draymond plus 30. It didn't seem like they were like destroying the Kings like this, obviously, because when those guys went out the game, the, the lead kind of dwindled a little bit, but like I, they look good. Those three in particular look really good. Clay's hitting shots. Um, Steph missed like one or two threes that, you know, you're expecting to usually make, but for the most part, he was just in complete control of the game. Draymond defensively was everywhere. Um, Clay looked really good defensively on Keegan Murray. So that's kind of like an uh, encouraging sign because that might be somebody he has to guard when they play them. Um, so, yeah, I think overall the game up and down. But like you said, never worried at any point. You knew they were going to pull away and just kind of win this easily when they 
just buckle down. And that's what they did. Yeah. Um, not the best night for Jordan Poole. Um, I mean, he was getting to the line. And so that's a positive. Like, his ability to continually, like, draw fouls since they don't want to give them to Steph is a definite positive. But he just – he had a negative plus minus tonight. I don't know what he ultimately finished at. But he just – I don't know. He – I don't think he had any field goals tonight. Um and he just, like, whether it was, like, silly fouls or just some of the decision-making, I feel like with Jordan, when, like, and I don't know if it's about scoring or what, but, like, when the night just isn't going well for him, he lets it affect everything, you know? Like, it's just, it takes him yeah. out of, like, you know, I remember back in the day with Clay, like, if his shot wasn't falling or whatever, you could still rely on him on defense and, you know, to lock in like in other places. But I don't feel like Jordan has like gotten that. Like sometimes once in a while he does it, but I think like it just really throws him off when he's not impacting the game, which is usually with his scoring ability. And then it just like, I feel like he loses focus or maybe he's in his head. Cause like he's not doing other things. So that's what I think is going on. I mean, it's fine. Like there's going to be variants with him, but he just not a great game for him tonight. Yeah. I think in particular that second quarter was really rough. I think in the second half, he kind of got back on track, even though he couldn't, he just couldn't hit a shot. Like sometimes that happens. He wasn't making layups. He missed all of his three. Well, he missed all the shots period. But um, I do think in the second half, he was a lot better just as far as, his overall thought process and what he needed to do. He was kind of going, getting downhill. Like you said, drawing fouls, shot nine free throws, which is, you know, that's pretty solid. Right. So you can still chip in offensively, even if you couldn't hit a field goal. Um, And he started, he started trying a little bit more on defense in that second half. Like I think he challenged somebody for a dunk. He's been doing that a lot recently too. Like you don't really expect him to go up there and try to block somebody's dunk, but he's, He's done. He's done it a few times in the last few games. So um, I think he's getting there, but that's still that youth coming through where, you know, oh, I'm not hitting I can't hit a shot. So like the other areas of my game are still affected by it. Um, and you see that stuff with like Jonathan, too, sometimes. But I think he'll just get better at that with time. But you still see flashes like in the second half of this game where he was like, all right, I'm gonna still get to the line. I'm gonna still play a little bit of defense. And that's encouraging going to the next round. I mean, going into the playoffs because it's just going to be nice with the other team is just not letting you score. And that's okay as long as you're doing the other things. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, I mean, I don't, I don't really have much about this game. You know, the 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 big three were the big three. One thing that I do want to point out is that um, I want to say was it in the last game when um, Lamb started, he didn't play the second half, and then tonight in a game that mattered that they needed to win, he did not see the floor until garbage time. So for all the people, he's going to be playing lamb and da, 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 da. These are the moments when you learn who Kerr actually trusts, okay? Because, by the <laughs> way, Gordon wasn't even out there. <laughs> like, when it started to matter, it was GP2 and it was Dante. I, I think they want to trust Jordan, but if he doesn't show them, they're not going to go to him, you know? And so, but lamb did not even see the court. Kaminga saw the court before Lamb. So I just want to... Moody. Moody got their first rotation. Yeah, so I, I want people to see and understand the playoff rotation and what we're talking about. And of course, some of it's matchup dependent, but all y'all like, nah, he's got to play Lamb, and you're going to see Lamb. Like, mm, it's not going to be to that <laughs> level that y'all think it is. That's all. That's all. Yeah, I don't think he... Unless somebody gets hurt, I don't think he sees the playoffs at all really like Wiggins is going to get all of those minutes and that's just that <laughs> you know what I mean Wiggins is going to be pushing once he's fully back he's going to be pushing 40 minutes game you know 30 high 30s so there's literally going to be no minutes left for Lamb so um and what else yeah. can you say about Kevon Looney I mean how many boards did he grab tonight 16 but he only played in 29 minutes like <laughs> I mean I mean, he's, he's remarkable. He is. I mean, seven assists, two, two steals. He does it all. Him, him. And it's like, these are the type of players that have made the the dynasty possible. You know what I mean? Like, you got Steph, Clay, and Dre as a stable core in the middle, and then you fill around them guys who just do all the other things. Um, Kavon Looney's providing rebounding, connective passing. You got Dante, same thing, rebounding, passing. He had... Then he's now he's hitting he's back to hitting his threes again at a high clip, yep. eighteen points, nine assists, six rebounds. You really don't even notice it. Gary Payton blocking people's dunks on fast breaks, dunking dunking himself, hitting corner threes. He had two threes himself. High fiving right. fans again. This is like a home game for the Warriors. I keep telling people, like, <laughs> no, no, right. no, like the Kings, like their fans are going to be so excited they first made the playoffs. Yep, they are. And it's still going to be a lot of Warriors fans in there. Like, come on. I'm telling y'all. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But like I said, that's those those wings that do it all and do all the dirty work and can make all the things happen. That's what makes the Warriors so hard to beat. When you got Dante and Gary, <laughs> coffee and cream, you got those two combining for almost 30 points, almost, well, almost 12, 13 rebounds. Defense. Let them know who coffee and cream is, just in case there's new listeners, Justin. Oh yeah, coffee is Gary and cream is Dante. You know they do <laughs> they do similar things. You know they you know obviously they're very different players. Dante's more of a three point shooter. Gary's more of an inside uh, finisher on offense. But defensively, they pick you up full court, high energy, athletic. So I think they're I mean they're a really good duo. Once both of them are like to the bench. Permanently, when Wiggins is back, that's just going to be a lot for other for other teams' benches to handle. Um, so, really excited to see what they can do. 
Y'all, I apologize. I must have yawned like about six or seven times now already. My goodness. Um, yeah. We getting our squad back. We getting our squad back. I'm hype. I'm happy. I'm happy, Justin, because you know what? People talking. They talking. They being reckless with the Warriors name. They really hold it on to that road record. You know? It's fake. Everybody knows fake. No, I think we know it's fake, like you and I. But I don't think that, because I think there are a lot of Warriors fans who are scared. Right. I mean, that's that's cool. If you're and if you're a fan of another team that the Warriors are going to see in the, in the playoffs, go ahead and put money on the Warriors losing whenever they play in in the other team's arena, and let's just see how that works out for you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, that's all I got to say. If they play the Kings, let's see if they go back to chase 0-2. I don't think it's going to happen, but let's see. I don't either. You know, I wonder how the Kings made their decision to rest guys tonight. Because they could have gone for it because, I mean, maybe the, once they saw that, like, the Bucks were resting everybody versus Memphis, they just said, okay, forget it because, like, we could go for it. But the likelihood is Memphis is going to win that game. Um, but maybe they also, and there's something I haven't considered. Like, I just kept saying, like, they're going to want the highest seed, right? Which would be the number two seed. But, you know, Laker fans trick themselves or whatever. was like, oh, they don't want to see the Lakers. That's why they did that. Which the Lakers may not necessarily be the seventh seed. Like, the Pelicans could beat them and they end up the eighth seed. But that being said... I, it, I didn't think about the fact that the Kings, like, may just want to also be close and not have to travel a lot. And, like, for them, they're just like, whatever. Because, like, whether it's the Warriors, Lakers, whoever, you got to beat all of them at some point, you know? So, um, the, the Clippers probably is the most favorable matchup for them. So, that's what I'm saying. Like, they could have been incentivized to just say, let's try to beat, you know, the Warriors and and knocked them down, but they didn't. They rested guys, and I was I was a little surprised by that. Yeah, um, I think they're just I don't know honestly why they chose to do that. Maybe Mike Brown is like, yeah, hey, let me throw you guys a bone, but it could bite. It could come back to bite them. And <laughs> maybe they're just like, look, we want to be as as rested as possible for the playoffs. We want to go into it completely fresh so we can give them our best shot and and see where we can where we can take it. And they're just trying to, I guess, let other the other things decide themselves. I mean, that's that's kind of what my guess would be. Right. I mean, obviously they believe in themselves and think they could win. So let's start there. But I'm just saying that like I wonder for them, like do they really just like think the Warriors really are the best matchup for them or were there other things at play? And we'll never know, but cause I forgot, like didn't, that's the game. I don't remember who won, but didn't them and the, the Clippers have this crazy game where they went to like 150 points or whatever. And did the Kings mm-hmm. win that game? The Kings did win that game. They should have yeah, lost. So... Mm-hmm. They should have lost. So, yeah, it was so close to just thought, like, I don't know. I don't know. But I kind of thought, like, maybe for them, you know, especially if you're getting a Clippers that's going to be missing Paul George for a couple of games. 
Mm-hmm. That's true. So we'll see. It's still one more game to decide everything, but you know, we will see. 